It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Tuesday, March 14th. We are a couple days away from March Madness, tipping off, I guess, the the final 64 teams, let alone the uh, the first four that get in there. But, I mean, Matt, I know you're big into the college basketball. I've been following along, trying to see what's going on based off of your tweets. I lean on Alex's for the World Baseball Classic information that's going on. Uh, but what? how is this time of year compare, uh, stack up for you? You got golf, college basketball, NHL right now, baseball's getting started. Is this just like the most exciting time of the year right now? This time of year is when I'm on the brink of death uh, because okay. I just went through <laughs> uh, conference tournament week in, uh, or weeks in college basketball. And so if anybody's deep into the weeds there, um, especially sort of in the in the sports betting space where you might uh, be familiar with the conference tournament pool that is run um, by a gentleman at a different um, betting network, if you will, uh, which requires you to literally pay attention and pick every single game in every single conference, all 32 <laughs> conferences, right down to the, you know, 10-7 matchup in the Southland and these games that literally finish at four o'clock in the morning and there's 27 point second half comebacks. And you're just wondering like what happened to sleep. And, you know, I, I I'm, you know, it's a Murtaugh situation. I'm too old for this bleep. And, uh, <laughs> and then you throw an hour of, uh, of clock time right in the trash on, uh, on yeah. Saturday night. It's like, yeah, you guys made it. And there's five games left in conference tournament. And uh, guess what? You get one hour less of sleep. And I was like, oh, I was already four hours less of sleep basically <laughs> each night for the last week or so. So, uh, and then by the way, selection Sunday rolls around and I got to pour over a bracket and, and, and quickly get all these first round games and try to beat the market on that, which fortunately I was able to do a pretty decent job of that on Sunday. And I haven't nice. filled out a bracket yet. I got to figure out what's going on in the second, third and fourth round of this uh, tournament. Meanwhile, you guys ask me and you want, you want to talk hockey right now? Like, <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess we can try to do that. But yeah, man, it's uh, we're a couple of weeks away from um, uh, vacation, to say the least, and uh, mm -hmm. before the playoffs start. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is this is a wild time. Uh, golf is right up there, obviously. Had a nice yeah. winter with Scotty Scheffler last week. So um, nice. nobody nobody has a parade for you when you hit a 10 to one in <laughs> golf. You have to hit it like 40 to one or higher. And then uh, people might start organizing some sort of rally, but uh, you know what can you do? So uh, those yeah, are my top hit those two. Tom right Hoagies, the Tom Hoagie. Yeah, rights. if you're not betting yeah. Tom Hoagie, are you really betting on golf? Even if Scotty <laughs> Scheffler and John Rom win every second tournament, but uh, no, I have to rely on Alex Moretto to let me know what's going on with Chinese Taipei and the Netherlands Antilles and and uh, and the Cuban uh, uh, super team, or I don't know if Cuba has a super team or Japan has a super team. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know Canada doesn't know. have the super team, and that's yeah. all that really matters uh, when it comes to <laughs> my involvement in baseball. 
Well, if you are trying to get yourself ready for the March Madness tournament, you can head over to the CapWise website and find the College Basketball Postseason Betting Guide for 2023 using promo code HAMMER to sign up for that. You get in-depth analysis on every team in the tournament, all 68 teams, not even just the 64. They went with all 68, including the first four teams in. So you can find those uh, over there. You can find uh, instant analysis for live game betting, for in-game comeback uh, uh, statistics for the teams for this season their coaches statistics records key players to look out for so make sure to head over to capwise their website use promo code hammer on the 2023 college basketball betting guide to get yourself ready for the march madness tournament and that is promo code hammer when you buy that but uh, matt you're looking at golf we're looking at uh, college basketball todd has one thing on his mind it's Timo time. And how has your first little bit of Timo time been here, Todd, as you uh, get used to Timo Meyer joining the New Jersey Devils? Uh, I've been enjoying it. I don't think as many <laughs> Devils fans have just because he only has 1.5 games. So everyone's yeah. having a bit of a freak out. But he leads the team in shots, chances, the whole nine yards. His on-ice numbers are really good. Um, and he's playing with Jack Hughes. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time before he starts piling up the points. Yeah, I think you guys are in a fine position. You're looking there at, over at that division. You caught up to Carolina now, tied things back up. But uh, at least you don't have to deal with um, losing to the Buffalo Sabres by giving up four consecutive goals while being up two to nothing. And then having basically everyone from the Edgework show tweeting at you last night. I had Alex B. Smith, So Money, Moretto, and Rob all just in my Twitter notifications asking how I'm doing. So I was fine until that happened and then <laughs> started going downhill because now other people are jumping in. So that was how my night went last night. But let's get into the games here tonight. We'll start with uh, some of the games that we've got bets in. If you guys in the chat have any questions about any of the games that haven't been discussed or anything that's out there because there are a lot of games, which is a little bit of a gripe that I have with the NHL at this current moment in time, going from three games to 10 games to three games again it's a little bit of a ridiculous scheduling but is what it is we're going to start with the vegas golden knights philadelphia flyers game here tonight and vegas on the road taking on philly they are currently first in the pacific division seven two and one in their last 10 they're on a three game win streak coming into this one and a pretty good road team at that 27 and five on the road meanwhile the philadelphia flyers are on the opposite side of things here they've now fired their general manager at a interesting time of the season bring danny briere in as the interim uh, likely going to be the guy to take over full-time they're on a three-game losing streak right now they've committed to the rebuild and two seven and one in their last 10 but despite that matt you're looking at potentially backing the flyers here tonight what's going on with that yeah it's funny were the flyers not aware they were in a rebuild like two <laughs> no, years did ago? you not see what was going on with the uh tortorella said it's a rebuild and uh hextall said it's not a rebuild and they couldn't use the word so do they not have access was... to the internet or the standings <laughs> or, or frankly anything like give me a break uh which you know that's that this feels a little bit like a moretto handicap where he tells you all the things that are bad with the team and then tells you that they're going to win um <laughs> honestly it has more to do with the fate of the golden knights at this point which now definitely is a is a moretto uh, handicap i think at this point yeah um i just have yes. you know golden knights right now are i think dead last in some of the uh even strength five on five etc etc metrics over the last uh, two weeks basically since the start of march 
um, which if you're dead last means you're worse than the Philadelphia Flyers, means you're worse than everyone. So um, fundamentally here, I've got about a 5% edge on the Flyers at plus 154. I don't know what your best price is right now. Oh, it's up to plus 160. 160 okay, so somebody's interested in the Golden Knights and, and God bless them. We're going to talk about another team uh, in the same division as the Golden Knights, but I think the Golden Knights are certainly vulnerable atop that division. So maybe there's a little futures play that needs to be made here on a team that we're going to talk about coming up. Um, but yeah, fundamentally, this is a fate of the Golden Knights who, again, without Mark Stone, I think he's uh, obviously a, uh, an important player on both ends of the ice. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the Flyers, just because they fired the general manager, like, yeah, it might be news to them that they're rebuilding, but it's not news to us. Like, we already know what to expect on a nightly basis from the Flyers for basically the last two seasons. So yeah, at a, at better than plus 150 here and certainly, you know, some widely available plus 160s. Uh, the Flyers are worth a bet for me today. All right, so lock that in on the BetStamp uh, account for the Edgework HQ. Guys, uh, if you do want to follow along or you want to see how the plays do after the fact, you can make sure to go over to the BetStamp app. You can find that in iOS and Android, uh, and you can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. Obviously, because we would like people to watch the show and follow us on Twitter and follow along our so different social media accounts, we would recommend that you go to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel as well as our podcast if you want all the picks. But for transparency purposes and for tracking, you can find it after the fact. The, the plays will be hidden until the games start there. So uh, if you do want a recap of everything that's going on and how the plays have done throughout the course of the year, you can go over there and uh, and get a full recap of everything that we've done. But uh, moving on here to the next game that we're looking at, two Eastern Conference teams. And interestingly enough, at this point in time, uh, Washington is currently in a, sitting in a position where they're not quite out of the playoffs yet. Five points back. They're sitting five points back of the Islanders. They've got a game in hand on them. Seven points back of the Penguins. Uh, one more game played than Pittsburgh at this point. And uh, Buffalo and Florida are currently sitting in between Washington and the New York Islanders, but doesn't mean they can't make up that ground and get ahead. They are four, five, and one in their last ten, going up against the Rangers team who seems to be falling off a little bit here. Third in the Metro, not quite able to keep up pace with the Devils at this point. Uh, ten points behind them and Carolina, four, five, and one in their last ten. And uh, Matt, I'm going back to you again here. You're going to look at yet another plus money team in the Washington Capitals tonight. Yeah, I mean, again, this is the Rangers just being uh, overvalued uh, because of, you know, I guess Patrick Kane and obviously on the heels of Tarasenko's addition, et cetera. But again, you look at the numbers and as you mentioned, right, coming back to earth a little bit, the numbers aren't that great, even strength, though we know that that's kind of the Rangers plan is to just get outplayed in general at even strength and, be, you know, <laughs> they'll the other team will have 15 high danger chances at even strength. They'll have seven. And because they have really good snipers, they're going to score three goals on those seven high danger chances somehow, right? But unfortunately, we sort of are married, if you will, to our handicap and sort of how we value these teams. And so when we look and we see that the Rangers are, you know, honestly, a below average hockey team from a chance creation and a, and a, a chance, um, you know, prevention standpoint, uh, then you have to look at the Capitals and... To me, again, plus 150. Again, what's I don't know, the press price we have now? Get 146 close. there. Yeah, 146 is fine. I, you know, it was 148 when I sort of wrote this down uh, last night and, uh, and double-checked this morning. So um, still plenty of value there as I have this sort of a close to a, a 6% uh, pricing edge. 
Uh, anything plus 132 or better would be uh, worth it on the Capitals, who uh, I believe it was Moretto, speak of the devil, who had the Capitals on the road against the Islanders in Saturday's pick selection. And that went really, really well for, uh, mm-hmm. for the group. Um, so, yeah, give me the Capitals here against the Rangers getting that big plus price. Because, again, I think we're getting a little over our skis here on the Rangers. But, again, we know what they're going to do. You know, Shesterkin's going to stop all the ch- all the chances they give up, and they're going to somehow score on the the few that they get, and uh, and maybe even convert on the power play. But again, in true Moretto fashion, let's talk about how bad one team is, or how good team <laughs> one team is, and then bet against them. Uh, and so that's that. I guess is the case here with the Rangers. But uh, yeah, give me the Caps tonight. Well, we we almost came close last week with the uh, the double minus one and a half uh, puck like alternate puck lines. We we had the we had an opportunity there, so that was a that was a fun one to watch. We did it again. I don't know if you saw that Rob and I talked about it on the Friday show. We gave that another another go, and unfortunately, uh, if you guys want a sad story, we had um, Chicago minus one and a half and Anaheim minus one and a half. Chicago was playing Florida. They were up 2-0 in the first period. They held on to a 2-0 lead until 10 minutes left in the third. And then Florida scored three consecutive goals. <laughs> Chicago ties it up with 30 seconds left and loses in overtime. And then Anaheim obviously proceeds to go on and win 3-1 to and cover the minus 1.5. So that and, was how that and, goes. And shouts to Anaheim for, for doing covering that on that night, but not covering, <laughs> what, three nights before. On the other one, yes. Against Seattle when we, when we wanted to because... You know, God forbid you beat Seattle when you can just go and beat Calgary or whatever. Yeah. Just ridiculous. And Daniel H. pointing out here, uh, Vegas has been winning when they shouldn't. I don't know how you factor that into your handicap. Uh, I, and then he says, I mean, you see the face goal the other day. That sums it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, is the plan for them to get a face goal every game? Because if they get a face goal every game, we're probably going to be in trouble betting against the Golden Knights. Yeah, how do you plan for it? Well, you get a nice uh, blanket that you take out to the dumpster every time you bet against the Golden Knights or, you know, for the Florida Panthers, who, again, are still playing really good hockey. Um, you know, that's that, this is this is the NHL, right? You just keep playing it, playing it, playing it. And in theory, over 82 games, over a... 100 billion games over the course of the NHL season. You know, hopefully it's, it, it comes out uh, on, on your side. And it has, by and large, for this season, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you guys have seen the trend of uh, TikTok betters and stuff, how they're basically just handing out these long shot tickets, lottery tickets, uh, whether it be parlays or just some crazy ridiculous bet that they've found that is obviously very unlikely to hit and uh, vague out of their minds, but they can't tell. So they're just handing these things out online for younger kids or new people into betting to see. And now, unfortunately, it's infiltrated those people's minds. So we put out a recap on the Hammer uh, TikTok account of the shows that we do each day, the best bets. And anytime I put out favorites on there, I'm getting people losing their minds, being like, where's the plus money? Today's show is going to be a good one because, Todd, you're looking at another plus money team, the third consecutive one here. You're looking at the Detroit Red Wings to take the Nashville Predators tonight. Why is it that you're leaning towards Detroit in this matchup? Well, I had to keep in the spirit of things and pick another garbage team, so that's why I picked them. <laughs> Tell but, us why they suck, Todd. Tell us why they suck. The, the Red Wings do suck. I don't have a case against that, but my case is that the Predators also suck. Uh, even though they're 7-2-1 in the last 10, their underlying yeah. numbers are not very good. Um, Philip Forsberg's hurt. Johansson's hurt. They traded Ekholm. They traded Niederreiter. The roster's really thinned out. 
I think they've just benefited from a really soft schedule. Like the last five games, for example, they faced the Blackhawks, Canucks, Coyotes, Ducks, and then the Kings minus Fiala. So that's not exactly like a murderer's row of teams. Um, and then like the Red Wings, they Billy Huso has been really good since mid-January. He's 11th among 42 eligible netminders in save percentage. Um, they have Dylan Larkin, they have David Perron, they have Lucas Raymond, they have some good skill forwards. Honestly, I would say they have more than the Predators at this point. And then also, the Red Wings, like they beat the Bruins a couple of days ago. So uh, yeah. at a juicy plus price, I'll take my chances uh, against Nashville. Yeah, I'm and, having a really hard time. And again, I think you know you. I think you actually summed it up really well, based based on the schedule element. I'm having a really hard time reevaluating the Predators and re-rating them with all those guys out that you mentioned, because the market seems to only kind of make it like a three or four percent drop in uh, in their win in their general win probability. And I think it's got to be more than that. But like yeah. you said, when you play the Ducks, I mean, you mentioned that Kings game, and that was a one-one game that went to a shootout, right? So I mean, yeah. that obviously could go either way. But you're, you know, we're talking about the Ducks. We're talking about the Coyotes here. Um, you know, they lost to the Canucks back on March sixth. They, you know, the Blackhawks. You know, I think you mentioned as well. It's like, yeah, they're they're going to beat those teams still a lot of the time, right? They're still going to be favored, even if I knock five percent, six percent, seven percent off of off of their rating and so this is the type of thing where i could i could be right there with you on the red wings i just have to knock more off of the predators and i'm okay with doing that it just hasn't really worked out because (laughs) of the teams that they've played so far and honestly if they won tonight we would just add the red wings to that pile of crappy teams that the predators beat yeah right like if the predators end up winning it's like well they all they know the ducks and the blackhawks and the red wings right and so Again, I, we can sit here and hope that we're right and that the Predators are more worse or worser than, than the market thinks they are. And that's, you know, I'd probably be on the Reddings here with you tonight because, you know, again, I agree with the entire premise. Um, it just sort of when you when you see that, yeah, they are the favorite. They could win this game again at home. We've talked about the Predators at home. Uh, again, they had better roster at that time. But, you know, they could win that game and still be like, oh, they're dead. still haven't played anybody. So, I, you know, I just kind of looking ahead at their schedule. They have Chicago next at home. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? It never about? ends. It never, it never ends. ends. We're right? going to be in April. Yeah, give me some team, you know, Winnipeg at home uh, a couple games, a couple days after that. So, cir- you know, circle your calendars for March 18th. That could be the uh, comeuppance for the Predators if it isn't tonight. <laughs> Which January was a Tuesday, 18th. I think, right? No, what is that? That's a Saturday. No, March 18th, Saturday, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know um, what day it is. It just, like, I can't believe it's all right blending now. together. Yeah. It's all blending yeah. together. You guys want to talk about Texas is. Southern? They're, they're, I think their <laughs> length is going to be a real problem tonight. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Daniel H. pointing out here, uh, or saying Nashville's even worse in his opinion and stripped roster as well. So and that's it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, but that's right. you know what? I think the theme of the Tuesday show at this point just has to be like we have to come up with narratives every Tuesday of this team sucks. They're playing against a better team, and here's why they're going to win tonight. We're going to continue that on with this next game. Matt, you're looking at the Vancouver Canucks to beat the the Dallas uh, Stars here tonight, and Vancouver is coming into this one on a four-game win streak, 15-7-1 at home. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. That being said, Dallas is also coming in on a win streak, three-game win streak, and they're pretty good on the road, 28-5 and five on the road so far this year. But you're taking the plus money again, 
can to keep it rolling here for this show. I mean, if you're surprised that I'm taking the plus money, like I, I don't, I don't really know what to <laughs> yeah. tell you, Zach. Welcome to Tuesday shows. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, we should really just be impressed that I'm not taking the plus three hundreds that are available on the board tonight, <laughs> or maybe I will. Uh, you know what? Actually, I wrote about the Canucks uh, in my weekly or biweekly betting guide um, yesterday for the score, um, and you know, with shout out to our guy, so money, like it's over. I'm sorry. The dream is dead. The Canucks are literally too good to finish last or anywhere near last that that he wants. Them. And I think deep down, so money knows that they're um, too and, mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. They are too good to be bad. They're too good to be terrible. Right. And then, and you look at it over the course of the season. You know, obviously the goaltending is a massive issue. The defensive play was a massive issue. Well, you sort of. um put out the defensive fire a little bit by hiring a new coach. He changes a few things. The defense gets that, you know, a little bit better. And again, the problem isn't necessarily, I don't want to say the problem isn't the players, but there are veteran players. These aren't scrubs that like, we, you know, we don't know their names. We've never heard of them. This isn't, you know, the ducks, for example, right? There's still talent even after the departure of Bo Horvat on the team. The other issue, obviously goaltending as mentioned, right? Thatcher Demko, we thought he was good. You know, last summer, basically, coming into the season, mm-hmm. Thatcher Demko's good. Then all of a sudden, Thatcher Demko's bad. And now he comes back. And guess what? Thatcher Demko's back to being good again, right? Yeah. He's got his goal saved above expectations since he came back. Is honestly one of the best in the league. I think he's at like one goal saved uh, per game above expectation. Don't know what his the most recent uh, outing where they won, how that affected that. Uh, but fundamentally, this is a Canucks team that's probably going to be overvalued for a little while here. I find teams out West do sort of stay under or overvalued for a little bit longer because they're not sort of at the forefront of our viewing evenings, right? Not not a ton of us make it to the third periods of a lot of their games. And by the way, a lot of those Canucks losses that allowed them to sort of be in the conversation for maybe hopefully they'll finish last or second last or third last. A lot of those were blown leads, you'll remember, right? Remember the first, yeah. like, two weeks of the season? Like, that was insane, where they would take these two and three goal leads and then blow them. Unfortunately, they're too good. They were too good to get those leads, and then they ended up giving them up because of obvious breakdowns, et cetera, et cetera. And so now I think you're, you're sort of finding the level as the Canucks being this mediocre team. Now, that's the worst place you can be in sports, and so that's why it's the bad news for the Canucks. But in the meantime... We're just going to bet them the rest of the way here. They played their last Eastern Conference game against Ottawa on Saturday. It's all Western Conference teams on the way in here. And honestly, you know, standings aside, all these Western Conference teams are largely at or around mediocre. And so if you can get plus money, especially at home with a what seems to be a hot goaltender, as you mentioned, what, 7-2-1, and one, the team in general or something along those lines, in the last 10. I think they're, what, 5-1 and one in their yeah. last six. Um, this is a team that's going to sneakily and frustratingly for their fans win probably more games than they lose down the stretch here against a lot of these, again, similarly mediocre teams who just didn't blow the leads and got better goaltending at the start of the season and are sitting at 80 points instead of 60 some odd points. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the stars are, are, are sort of the scary one to kind of use as, as an example, but they're coming off a back to back where they won last night. So there's not necessarily a ton of motivation. I don't know who's starting in net, but we could have a backup goaltender situation here um, as well, though, you know, in the case of the stars probably doesn't matter all that much because I think both those guys are pretty good. Um, yeah, so there's a, there's a story. Canucks plus 120 or better is uh, is the number I'm looking for here tonight. 
So we took that plus 124 there. Uh, now there is a question in the chat, and we'll go to this. Uh, it'll tie into what Aaron said. Yotes plus one and a half at home seems like a good play at minus 120. And then Jacob here saying, going to the Yotes game tonight, if you had to make a play, what would it be? And then just LOL. <laughs> you have to make a play in this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Todd, I'll start with you. If you if you were to look at this one, is there anything that you could possibly find that you would be interested in playing in this Coyotes Calgary game tonight? There's got to be a Toddy uh, prop. Does the prop Todd. count? Because I have yes. a Toddy prop. Come yes, on, prop can count. If we'll, we can get to that, with just this prop for this game right now. If you okay. want to do that, sure. Uh, I like Michael Backlund over three and a half shots. I believe best available price is minus one eleven. Um, he's been on fire the last thirty games or so. He's on the top power play now instead of Nazem Kadri. Uh, last ten games, Coyotes are dead last in shots against per game uh, versus centers. Uh, so I don't think this is going to be a cool down spot for Backlund. So at that price, um, I really like him. And I also like that the Flames can't really score. So this game should always be close, even if they're dominating, which will mean that they're going to keep pushing and Backlund should get lots of shots. There you God. go. Uh, Where you do you him, rank? He took a shot on his own goalie the other day. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> no. Where do you rank when sitting in Tempe, Arizona, sitting there cheering for Michael Backlund shot props on your, <laughs> on your to-do list on a... Tuesday I mean, that seems pretty good to me. Life. Yeah, but, that know? seems like a pretty decent night, honestly, yeah. saying in, uh, in down there in that uh, Arizona State barn. And that wouldn't be a bad night. I think just this taking that a... backland over money to Mill <laughs> Ave, just he's gonna, gonna light it up. He's gonna take a wrister just inside the blue line for an easy save to stand up and be clapping. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the heck's up with this guy?" Yeah, four people there will be absolutely thrilled with uh, with your. <laughs> no, no, they got the band and the student section. Like that place is rocking okay. now. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, and I and I'm sure on a night where does is that Arizona? I get this mixed. This is how lost I am. Uh, is Arizona State's game first four game? Is that tonight or is that tomorrow night? You tell uh, me. Yeah, you you're the expert here. <laughs> yeah, you're the. <laughs> no, I'm really just guy. asking that to buy myself time to look it up. No, it's tomorrow <laughs> night. It's tomorrow night. We're fine. We're fine. That's a big uh, two nights right there. Matt Michael Backlund props in at the Coyotes game and then hang around for tomorrow and watch a first four game involving the Sun Devils on like true TV in between perfect. episodes of it doesn't get bigger Jokers. than this. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> get bigger than that. Yeah. This is the Arizona Super Bowl right now. That's a that's what's going on. Um and you got some love in the chat for those ones, Todd. There, Aaron Lappins likes that one. Adam Teal likes that one as well. Daniel H likes that shots on goal. Uh, so there you go. And lots of support. But you guys, you kind of disappointed me a little bit on this final best bet. You went double on it. So we got two on the same one. I, I like that. But we got away from the plus money on the final uh, on the final sides for the games. There's a, there's but a ultimately, <laughs> it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. It is Tuesday, Todd. <laughs> We're going okay. with the LA Kings here tonight. <laughs> yes. So the first thing is that I like the Kings, but the second thing is Matt kind of left up for grabs saying that he was not, he did not have his flag planted on Kings Tuesday. So I had, I couldn't <laughs> leave that up for grabs. I was like, I'm taking it then. That's mine now. And then he swooped back in and was like, no, actually I agree. Um, so that's, that's half the handicap. And the other half is that the Kings are playing really well right now. Uh, they're second in high danger chances against the last 10 games, sixth in expected goals, four percentage. Sixth in high danger chance percentage. Um, their goaltending is better. Uh, I know Quick's doing well in Vegas, but he was absolutely awful for them. So now they have two goaltenders that are actually half decent. 
And then the Islanders, I'm just not huge on them. Last 10 road games, 48% expected goals, 4 percentage. Um, they're not really that good to me. Sorokin obviously has the ability to steal games, but I think this price is very fair for, in my opinion, the better team, which also has home ice. Uh, so I like the Kings. Okay. And Matt, what's going on with you? What's your what's your Tries. handicap? Considering Todd stole some of it there, <laughs> tries to steal steal my my thunder. Okay, Zach, you'll recall the trade deadline show, the epic trade deadline show. You had all yes. the stars come in and sit on the couch, right? Brett Richie for Nick Richie traded. Let's go. <laughs> sit on the couch next to you, and all everybody is weighing in and waxing poetic on the yes. Boston Bruins being the winner of the trade deadline. And uh, I don't even know who else won the trade deadline. Well, who else? Uh, the Rangers won the trade deadline. They did and not. remember when Ryan O'Reilly <laughs> was going to single-handedly bring the cup to Toronto. And everybody was just, all, you know, all these guys just sit on the couch, have take your time. And then uh, when we get around to it, we'll have the comedian at the end come in. He'll stand there and he'll tell his jokes for a couple minutes. Maybe <laughs> we'll wave him over to the couch at the end. But that gentleman was, of course, myself. And I came in with the greatest handicap or sort of uh, con contribution of them all. And yeah. that's my affinity for the Los Angeles Kings and our guy, Jonas Corpusalo, and what he was going to do to help Phoenix Copley and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And since that day, my friend, the Kings have stopped playing six, five games. Here are the goals against that they've allowed since then. Hit us. Two. Two, oh. two, this two, and good, and one. Let's go. <laughs> like we're back. The like Kings wow. hockey is back. Wow, that's what nine goals over the last five games. So now Let's that we're not go. playing five games every night for the Kings, again, you and I sort of talked about the idea. Like, how do we reevaluate the Kings in general? They're already yeah. a playoff team, right? Like somehow with all that crappy goaltending, they were sitting in a playoff spot when they when they made that deal. Now I think we have to keep upgrading them here as a po possible Western Conference contender. I'm not going to say Stanley Cup contender. NHL number one seed. <laughs> That's what Matt's saying. That's right. They're the 12 seed you're going to want to look for. Put them at uh, the top of the power rankings. Yeah, they're the, they're the Drake Bulldogs at this point. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah. So you said, okay, we're not doing any, we don't have any plus money on the Kings. We don't have some sort of mm -hmm. wild plus money situation. Well, we got to go to the futures market here, Zach. Oh, boy. And the Kings uh -oh. are only three points behind the Golden Knights in that division. They're plus 300 to win the division. Oh, wow. And they're on the, was it the first or the well, second? Well, if you shop around, actually. Oh, do we have any little better than that? 500. Plus 500. 500. Like, what are we talking about here, people? Goodness me. I might have to fan right now about this. <laughs> right? Todd's pushing the women and children into traffic to get that price. <laughs> um, we got six more home games. Islanders, Blue Jackets, Canucks, Flames, all very winnable. Jets mm -hmm. is maybe their toughest game. That's and wonderful. the Blues, very winnable here. Before six they Right? I mean, <laughs> no. listen, outside of, a shootout loss, outside of a shootout loss to the Predators, they could be 6-0 since we had this conversation. And again, another team that are playing games, they're starting these games at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Like, I mean, they might as well just not play them all at all at that point. Uh, but you can get them at, a, I, I think I got on those plus 900 to win the Western Conference. And, you know, the key thing here is, just bet the Western Conference. Don't bother with the Stanley Cup situation because mm -hmm. they're going to end up facing 
Bruins, Hurricanes. I mean, if hell freezes over the Leafs. Devils. Uh, the Devils. Sorry, you Todd. Know. You know, didn't Thank mean you. to leave your guys out there. Um, and, and, you know, who knows? The Lightning. I'm probably leaving out. I think there's six good teams in the, in the conference, and I'm leaving one of them out off the top of my head here. So let's just leave it at the Western Conference. Let's take a stab here with, what, 15 games left in the regular season, and they're mm-hmm. down only three points in that division. And listen, I said widely available, plus 300, even some plus 500s, if you can mm-hmm. you know, weasel your way into that. Yeah, like, let's get this thing going while it's going, right? Like, let's, let's strike while the iron's hot here on the Kings before people sort of figure this out, that this is a really good team. You know, Todd obviously mentioned the Kevin Fiala being a significant absence there against the Predators. And if you want to say, like, that's one of the reasons why they lost the game, that's fine. But, like, this is a really good hockey team that not, nobody's talking about because of how much of a disaster that goaltending was. And because they aren't in first place just yet, I think there's a very real chance they end up winning this division. And at plus 300 to 500, I think that's a bet that we need to make here, uh, along with the, uh, what do we got, well, minus 135 tonight, something along those lines against the Islanders? Uh, yeah, minus 132. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Minus, minus one thirty-two. You can even, even do better. regulation if you're feeling wild. You want Listen, to get Todd, crazy? Look at the regulation. Let's, let's <laughs> we have to make it a plus money play. Well, you know <laughs> what? Let's just go right. minus. Let's go minus one and a half, and minus let's throw and it half. together with the Canucks minus one and a half, and uh, maybe the Coyotes <laughs> minus one and a half. We'll really Kings, Kings get a minus three and a half. puck line triple banger here for for the Tuesday. Fifty unit whale play. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> 50, 50 units, unit. On this one. I don't know if you guys saw this the other day, but the the 401k guy, he said the 401k was the best play you'll ever see in your entire life. <laughs> I, Michigan I to win. <laughs> and they lost. They now, that doesn't big? mean it wasn't a good play. Yes, they lost big to Rutgers. Oh, it doesn't mean it wasn't a good play, but... Let's not go running record. If it involves Juwan Howard <laughs> having to make any sort of mid-game adjustments, then it was probably a bad play, which is I every saw, game in college basketball. So I saw a bunch of replies to that tweet where like, thanks for the money, and they're just like sm- spamming hundreds of dollars on Rutgers. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that. <laughs> like, I went 400 on this one. Normally, I'm only 100, but when you gave out that, I had to go that way. <laughs> it's that kind of thing run the other side um before we get to toddy props to close this out matt i have to ask you we're all in on plus money teams today and even though we took the la kings as a favorite we've now gone and dunked on a future to add to our portfolio for this season so we're building up a nice little uh resume there but a team that you might have some interest in you teased it before we even started here the chicago blackhawks Yes. What's going on here? Why the Chicago well, Blackhawks? I, I would have made a bet or would be thinking about making a bet on the Chicago Blackhawks if this was literally any other time in the season, right? But we're getting down to the point. And listen, we're getting to the point where right before the show, we say something to Zach and he used to sort of like smile and nod. Um, and now he just rolls his eyes and says, all right, we're starting the show. Um, so, so he's lost complete patience with us. And, you know, but that's fine. You know what? We're 67 odd games through the season here on a per team basis. So, you know, listen, at some point, Zach's <laughs> got to take a day off. Um, no, he doesn't. No days off for this. No, man. no days uh, off. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, like the number would suggest that, like, okay, Blackhawks at home plus 360, like, you know, an obligation to a team, by the way, like it's the Boston Bruins. They're awesome. I get it. But, like, they just lost to the Red Wings. 
you know, so like not infallible and honestly probably could have lost both of those games over the weekend to the Red Wings. So, you know, maybe the Bruins got their 50th win and are sort of you know throwing it, mm-hmm. uh, throwing it and downshifting this thing the rest of the way. Who knows? But honestly, at this point in the season, it's more indicative of the fact that like I would tamp the volume down despite the fact that I think we just gave out like four bets tonight uh, i would tamp the volume down here especially on some of these where like if this was again october hell if this was january i'd be like yeah you know what and if it loses we're probably going to bet this again next time and the time after that and the time after that and over the course of a period of time trust me it's yeah. going to work out in the long run well the long run has become the short run here and there's not going to be another a bunch of these other we use the word opportunity but that's awfully loose of a term uh, there's not going to be another situation in which we're going to sort of have a chance to bet on a plus 350 underdog at home um, to get the money back, if you will, for for not winning this one. So um, I, I suggested that I might do it, but I, I, I'm not going to. But of course, we'll all tell everybody that I did if the Blackhawks somehow won tonight. No, so you can pull works, the... You can pull that. It was a lean. Leaner. Gave the lean on Chicago. Leaner, on just the show handing this out morning. leans. Yep. <laughs> had the lean. Had the lean. That's a you Deep go into the lean. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. See, the thing is, you got you got to realize here, Matt, and I think at this point you've probably figured out is probably. roll my eyes and click start uh, start the show. But I'm just banking all of these to come back and hit you with later in the show and be like, remember before the show when you said right. you'd look at Chicago and then throw you on the spot there and see what you've got at that point in time. Uh, but yes, yeah, so so that's why you're those. one of the producers and hosts of our time. Thank you. I, I try. I do what You're I can. You're one of them. I do what I can. One, one, of, them, one yes. of them. Certainly I just a producer. Do one of, I just host. do what I can. Yes, I do what I can to exist and stick around. So, yeah, you so definitely I, exist, Zach. Don't yes. anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, if you weren't keeping track, we are at six bets on the show tonight. We have five games, and we did add in a future but we are not done here on the Tuesday show. For those who have watched before, for those who are new to the Tuesday edition of the Edgework show, we do close out every Tuesday with Toddy props. Todd goes through, gives us his full list of props for the day, and uh, he did give out one in the Arizona-Calgary game already. Michael Backlund, over three and a half shots on goal, minus 111. What else you got for us here today, Todd? All right, I got uh, Jack Hughes, over three and a half shots against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, let me see what price I played that at. I'm pulling up. I played it at minus 118, but anything close to that is also good. Um, Jack Hughes is a beast, especially at home so uh, on home soil. He has hit nine of the last ten games. Uh, the lone exception, he was one shot shy against Pittsburgh, and he had seven attempts. He just missed the net four times. So we could easily be looking at a ten and run on home soil. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, normally on a team that you'd race to. Uh, bet against for shots, but they've been struggling defensively of late, especially on the road. Um, over the last 10 games, only the Ducks and Blackhawks have allowed five-on-five five shots uh, at a higher rate on the road. So I don't think they're going to be the team that shuts Hughes down. So I really like him at that price. Um, a bit of a newcomer here in Chris Letang, over two and a half shots. Um, what price did I get that? Minus one eleven. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Todd, switching between. I'm switching between a lot of tabs here. Todd, what uh, do you attribute? Same. Todd, what do you attribute like a, a player like that becoming a newcomer into this? Is it is is just his production has dropped to the point where the number coming down or the price is coming down? Or... Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Matt. That's a good. Yeah, I would like to know. <laughs> 
Uh, have some patience, would you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't um, want. To, I don't want him to get on. You know, onto a, some sort of Kachuk situation next. I'll, I wanted I'll to. I kind of wanted to know I'll how he you. comes up with this stuff. Uh, Chris Letang is popping the hell off, especially on home soil. I believe he has seventy-seven shot attempts his last ten home games all year long. Okay, so it's his production that's going up. Yeah, gotcha. Especially at home, he's been teeing off. Um, the Canadians are terrible. They're in a row back to back. Um, on the road, only the Ducks have allowed shots across all situations at a higher rate uh, the last 10 games than the Habs. Uh, Latang's French-Canadian. I don't know if that matters, but he has a strong, <laughs> hist- he has a strong history against the Habs. But, but that's, that's just a little narrative thing on top if you want to play that kind sure, of but French-Canadian angle. The key factor is, though, the last nine home games, he's averaging 8.22 shot attempts, and um, his shot line is only two and a half, so he can miss the net quite a few times, and he's still giving you um getting the job done uh next one i have is mir heiskinen over two and a half shots against the canucks minus 118 heiskinen is normally somebody whose volume is higher on home than at the road but he has picked it up of late he has at least five shot attempts in nine of the last 10 away from home which is kind of the magic number for him because i sorted uh games that heiskinen has five plus attempts this season and he has hit over his number 37 times out of 45 games for an 82% hit rate when he has at least five shot attempts. Uh, the Canucks are allowing shots at an above average rate to defensemen. And as I mentioned, Heiskanen's volume has been going up even on the road of late. Uh, so I like him. And the last one I have here is Seth Jarvis over two and a half shots against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, with Svechnikov out, I think Jarvis is going to play a bigger role offensively because if he's one of the more naturally gifted players, um, and they struggle scoring at times, as we saw against the Devils. Uh, the Jets have been giving up a lot of shots of late. Uh, the last few games, pretty much every game, they get a lead and then give up like 40 shots and been trying to hang on by a thread. Um, over the last 10 games, the Jets' are worst position uh, in terms of preventing shots has been the left wingers, which is what Jarvis is. Uh, he's going to play a lot. Um, I think just at that price, it's a really good spot for him for over two and a half shots. So okay, yeah, sorry. I did miss that one there. Over two and a half plus one seventeen you got available. Um you'd play that one there, Todd. If you let's say like one of the more widely available numbers, because this one seems to be sticking out, would you still play that at one oh five? Yeah, I did one oh two. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just missed the number on that one. Um <laughs> uh Jeremy Con in the chat here asking Backland over two and a half minus two hundred or over three and a half minus one thirty. Todd, what are your thoughts on those? Because he's saying both are available right now. I would do three and a half for sure because if you look at his season game log, pretty much every single time he hits, he gets four plus. Um, right. And then also the Coyotes are worse in the league versus centers, so I don't. I just don't want to pay that kind of price to get three when if he gets three, he's likely to get four, and it's a much much more fair price. Okay, for sure. All right, so. Full picks for today. We'll run through this list here. There is a lot going on, so make sure you pay attention here. We'll run through all of these. Uh, Starting at the top with the new future that was locked in, LA Kings to win the Pacific Division, sitting at plus 500 there. So that one added on to our Carolina Metropolitan Division winner at plus 160 earlier on. Then we go down uh, today's games. Uh, in terms of shots on goal prices that we're looking at and sides, we're taking Seth Jarvis over two and a half shots on goal plus uh, 100 there. Jack Hughes over three and a half shots on goal minus 125. 
Chris Letang because he's a French Canadian playing against the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> That's the only reason. Only reason. <laughs> only That's reason. all I've come up with. <laughs> Over two and a half shots on goal, minus 114. The Philadelphia Flyers money line, plus 160. Washington Capitals money line against the New York Rangers, plus 146. The Detroit Red Wings, plus 135 against the Nashville Predators. The um, Vancouver Canucks, plus 124 against Dallas Stars. And Miro Heiskanen, over two and a half shots on goal, minus 118. If you're looking for a play in the Arizona Coyotes-Calgary game, you can take Michael Backlund, over three and a half shots on goal, minus 111. And finally... What would it be on a Tuesday without the LA Kings money line minus 132 tonight against the New York Islanders? There you have it. Those are all the picks for today. If you are interested in all the breakdowns, you can watch the show back starting from the beginning. But uh, lots of picks for tonight, guys. Uh, today's today's going to be a good one. It'll be fun to see what happens here tonight. And we already we already cashed a winner on uh, over two and a half shots of pets in mm-hmm. on the show today <laughs> we did so that yes. was sweet which is probably an easy bet for people to make after moretto's dog lit it up last week so if you did any <laughs> handicapping on the tuesday I, shows i was dying you, last week man. you My saw moretto's dog you're like i gotta hit the over on pet on pet shots here for this uh, this tuesday show so uh, yes. big win for everybody to start the day which is nice we need to just set, start putting out lines in the morning for things to happen of uh, likelihood of different events and then see what uh, the loyal followers of the Edgework show come up with during the course of the course of the day. But uh, again, I just want to remind people, if you are looking for a college basketball betting guide going into this March Madness tournament for 2023, you can head over to the CapWise website and find their college basketball guide using promo code hammer to uh, get five dollars off of your purchase of the betting guide you can find uh, in-depth analysis of teams their records for this season coaches key players matchups how they match up against certain teams and styles their tendencies as well as you can find uh, in uh, lots of analysis and charts on their in-game analysis so if you're looking to live bet on certain teams you can find all of that there but if you're looking for more college basketball preview stuff you can find us live later today at 3 p.m on the circles off youtube channel uh i will be producing that with rob and johnny from Betstamp. we'll be going live to break down how to bet on march madness filling out brackets and then they will be closing out the show by filling out a bracket themselves uh and uh showing us their process and getting to the final as a circles off uh march madness bracket for this year but Thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Greatly appreciate you taking the time to do so. Thank you for making us part of your morning every day. Matt, Todd, thank you guys for the time. Todd, thank you to your dog for making the appearance, cashing the over on Pets on Stream this morning. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. Like this stream. Let us know your comments uh, in or your thoughts in the comments below on today's picks. But Matt, Todd, I will see you guys next week. For everyone else, I will see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. for more picks, more previews. Good luck on your bets tonight.